This is PBE Daily, early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blanky Vumbi. Thank you so much for taking the time to be a part of this podcast and for actually letting me have that short intermission disappearance and always having the time to actually come back and make another episode for you guys. Because the cool thing is that I still come back with something that's actually worth saying. And when I go away, you know that I'm doing something that's actually worthwhile. So as much as a person who's not actually very loud online, I think to a great extent, a few people actually follow the trajectory of the name Point Blank Ivumbi. You see the different things I'm, I'm attempting and trying to set as far as the next phases and the next steps of that, which is my path, career, successes, and even education of self. And in my constant mission to actually just better myself in that which I understand and that which I know, I think I'm grateful for the fact that some of the information I receive even in passing with conversation, I get to learn an even bigger step that actually exists in in regards to that, which is what could be done right and what could be done wrong and to avoid the wrongs and to stay with the rights. And in this last couple of months, actually leading up to uh, where, where I am today on this day, I have to say I've learned how to tame my excitement and also I've learned how to tame I'm learning how to tame my ego and how quickly I may react to something on an emotional platform. And especially in this time where we're existing right now, the last thing I feel that is needed is for me to continue with the norm that is when somebody says something that is actually triggering from or jarring from wherever they are in the world, for me to also stoke those flames the same way. And... I feel that's one of the weapons used to actually maintain the status quo because in many cases when a person knows that they can actually say certain words in order to keep you with a certain reaction, it works to their advantage. It's why I've always tried to fight against the idea of trolling or being reactionary and I've always had this difficult, um, shall we say, harsh back and forth with... uh, what happens in certain social platforms specifically uh it sucks that i have to really put this one on on the on the the spot but twitter in particular because i feel like most cases it's all a matter of trying to make a thread that will lead to people either speaking positively which i completely applaud or to lead people into speaking harshly towards each other and staying on that particular uh, path which I will never really stand in support of. If a person literally puts up something on any social platform for the sole purpose of trying to get me to feel anger and have me vent towards them and have a back and forth with that and then anybody who supports them or anybody who's in there, as they say, numbers, comes into the conversation for the sole idea of trying to make us get into each other's throats so that it could be a discussion on different uh, social platforms or different pieces of entertainment, I feel it only leads us to just keep on this merry-go-round and i think there's an endless supply of people who enjoy that so i don't think my efforts are needed to actually add to that so i'm going to try keep myself on a more solution driven and solution oriented uh path and i'll do it in the same spot so as much as I i don't like some of these social platforms i still am on the social platforms because sometimes you have to be in company of things you don't enjoy or do not like and this is i think the beginning of learning for me (laughs) i am terrible at making uh, uh, as much 
noise if you will online i prefer making an execution of something and just putting it out there and by doing so hopefully it will drive attention towards people and if it doesn't i will use the lack of an audience to better understand how to deal with the situation or deal with the conversation thereafter it's of great importance to do things that way because i feel you should always be striving towards having a better version of yourself exist and in the egotistical way that it actually comes off but being in constant competition with yourself is probably the best thing you could do for yourself in a world where the odds clearly are not to your favor and it's one of the reasons why i'm glad one of the books i'm currently enjoying and taking into consumption as i work and yes the sleepless nights still exist one of the books i'm enjoying is a book called the end of power by a person i'm going to really mess up their name his name is moises Nima or naim moses naim uh the moses m-o-i-s there's a like a hyphen above the e s and n-a-i-m i think he's from uh venezuela i'm not sure but i, I think he's uh from the south, uh, south america and he was involved in the ideals of making new de- democracies and stuff like that I, I i may get his country wrong and all that but the name of the book i know i don't have it wrong the, na- the book of the book is called the end of power and the basic definition of the book is to tell you how quickly in the last couple of years we've experienced and i wouldn't say the last couple of years in in the very great period since the birth of nations as far as uh the first second world war the cold war and the countries that have been formed thereafter and technological advancements that have happened since then there has been a great shift in how long power can stay in certain people's hands there's been a great shift in how the perception of what power is can be seen as it uh, a positive or a negative and i think it's important for us to also consider this kind of tools and i i went into this book and I'd, I'd had it before and i dove into it i never really finished it because it's it's heavy in the sense of you have to take your time to actually come back to it and analyze the information you receive and then go back again take a break come back in order for you to really fully grasp what he's saying and in many cases he says the circumstances that have existed like from as far as i've gotten to the book which is i think four chapters in it's not really a spoiler because he's basically reviewing history but i think you you, you'd like the context he's put it in in the book he kind of addresses the whole idea of we've always had this notion in our head of what power looks like and what power uh, entails and in many years that has been lost because you look at tech giants that being in existence since the industrial age has been quite marvelous i mean the new gold rush is the gold rush of ideas it's not even the gold rush of property that exists and and in some ways i think entertainment kind of uses the glorifying of the wealthy to disparage those who do not have as much wealth from seeing them themselves as worthy of being able to attain the wealth or the position or the prestige and it made me start thinking about not only the slowly reviving radio career and tv career that i have but also to start thinking about the the fact that my my trajectory with my careers is all born from things i never really expected to have the ability to actually access as quickly as i did or even to access in the first place and i felt it was important for me to bring this up so that we could all see with the same lenses that the norm is non-existent and especially with covid-19 and everything that which you consider normal we need to start adapting to ways to accept that 
there's a new normal that has to be created and how we should actually adjust towards it. A couple of days back when the head of state said that there's still more hours of um, quarantine and curfew that exist, we have to slowly ease our way back into what we consider normalcy because if we just got flat out and be told like yeah you can just go outside people would have run amok consciously and unconsciously they wouldn't have known how to deal with themselves and i started thinking about my personal existence and it's one of the things i, I try to use my life as the best way to exemplify my take on how being born and raised in africa being born and raised in nairobi being born and raised in that which is considered a third world country and even the kind of mentality that comes from being told you are in a third world country and the access you are not afforded because you may not have the means at the time and to have parents who they kept on trying and they still even to this day keep on trying i feel it's important for me to try see a way if i tell you what i've experienced thus far without trying to make it sound like i'm tooting my own horn maybe you could see the sense in maybe looking through that which is our current lens of the world and see that opportunities and potential of opportunities to be created from scratch it's going to be a hard uh, labor of love but it can be done i started thinking about my path and on this podcast i've said time and again how much i love wearing suits and i love being flamboyant and peacocking and as far as the kind of outfits i'd wear and stuff like that and as i started looking at, at my success rate as far as the things i do and i do well in many cases my always rocking casual wear has made me more success than rocking a suit when i rock a suit i think i very rarely and unless it's actually called for do i make any successes but more times other than that i make success from the casual wear and everyday outfits that most people take for granted even in my 9 to 5 i don't i'm never required to have a tie on if i wear a tie on 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 a day of work i'm looked at as if something's wrong or maybe i have a legal date which i've never had a legal date and all that and i started looking at the guys who currently controlled that is power recently there was an interview on the breakfast club the the one of the popular american shows on uh, a radio station that also dubs as a podcast and dubs as a tv show on dubs as a vlog all wrapped up in one and one of the hosts uh Charlemagne the God had a moment with uh, the leading presidential candidate of the Democratic Party in the United States and by him having a back and forth with that gentleman it kind of led to other platforms now which lead me leads me back to the what I mentioned in the last episode when I feel like there's suddenly countless individuals who are trying to light the fire to get him gotten rid of or have him distanced from having any more successes than successes that he's had in his career he's had from his book actually which i had the one of listening to on audible his book which is a best seller and he's a person who's a self confessed that he never really had a high grade education because he i think he dropped out at some point and even since then his curiosity for knowledge never stopped something i kind of have in common with him because even i don't have like the highest of education i mean even my my diploma is not recognized by any academic organ in the world but i still have a diploma and the work experience i've had and the work i've created that has been seen so far is piggybacked by the fact that i did get to have that moment in that class for that period in that year and when i look at that and then i look at the stories of gentlemen like Jesus and Mero and the successes they've had 
it's so fulfilling to me that in my lifetime I got to see gentlemen who to a certain extent they're not like the most uh, tech savvy or the most brilliant in regards to the academic side of things in which is the formal bureaucratic type education but from the fact that they have curiosities and they always really work towards the curiosities that they can, they uh, they have attained and have tried to make better they've gotten to be super successful and being the lead in their particular industries Jesus and Mira one of the biggest people on late night television and they actually are people who dress the way I dress on a regular basis they listen to the same music I listen to they know the same superstars I listen to they speak of the same superstars as I speak of and we're not in the same world but we kind of have variations of the same existence as far as our lifestyles and as far as our I'd say take on how things should be handled because I get get my take on how to handle things sometimes from pop culture and pop entertainment and from film entertainment they sometimes speak of things that I'm currently consuming and I look at that and I look at Charlemagne the god and all the podcasts he's involved with and the interviews he's done and as much as they are not, they they get to say some words wrong like I always say some words wrong I find difficulty sometimes reading out loud and it's something I'm really struggling with when it comes to the radio show that I'm hosting and sometimes I have to read the statement over and over and over again before I actually go on air and speak on it and by the time I go on air I find a way to actually speak on it or even make uh, a paraphrase of it but but keeping the key points of those particular statements said in the conversation to have an average education and be at the peak of that which is a certain industry that you never really expected to have a fighting chance in I find that to be the greatest thing ever and yes I enjoy wearing certain things but the everyday outfit that always made me get mocked growing up and be looked at as a vagabond and being looked as as a waste of time and being judged harshly not only by the uh, religious uh, people in my community or family or neighborhoods and all that and to have to a certain extent and this way it's going to feel like a slight flex have greater success but than their children in regards to what I do and I don't say success based upon fiscal success i mean success in in regards to the impact i've made because i i know i'm yet to even get close to having enough of a stand or a, of a rep to succeed in the kind of means i'd like to have i just have simple dreams and my simple dreams i just i'm glad that i'm in a position now where i can look at that which is around me and see that i have a fighting chance and because i have a fighting chance I'll be able to do better than I even expected to. I don't know limitation anymore because limitation is what I dictate to myself. I mean, I'm turning down work from other people because I'd like to be free enough even if I don't have enough cash. I just want to be free enough to do the projects I've been holding back on so I could f- complete them. And some of the people who I'm working in partnership with don't get that. They're not happy about that, but they just have to respect my direction. I have the best interest at heart, but I'm just glad I I have that kind of these are good problems to have a person actually told me this today very good friend and the kind of things I consider a struggle are the struggles to actually make fulfilled quality work to all who actually consume it and if I get to do that oh how happy I will be with the world that receives that and sees potential in that which I'll bring in next anything you consider a line that is put in sand for you to be able to do something sometimes talent surpasses that which is the academic training you can train people to learn how to do certain things in certain industries but there are some people who just have a, a the kick or 
the touch of that which you are actually looking for. And those particular individuals, beautifully to know, will find their way to it and they will find fulfillment in doing it with you. I'm so glad I get to do that nowadays. You have no idea how elated I am that in a time when things are going so sideways, including for me, I'm able to make a degree of impact, not only on myself, but even touching lives across the globe and having people draw curiosities of who I am. And whenever I hear that story from the gentleman I'm having the privilege of doing a radio show with, whenever they, they, they tell me that they're being asked where, where they found me and how they've never heard of me, I, I find it hilarious, but I always come back to the fact that I'm probably the worst kept secret in, in the sense that anyone who's anyone in the people who would actually ask questions about my existence and who I am, they've come across me, they've dealt with me, but they just keep on second-guessing themselves because they probably have been told by certain people don't mess with him and I respect their, their angle of uh, take, I respect their decisions and I'm just glad that at the end of the day I still get to be 100% what I am because I remember when I had to make small compromises for certain things and because those compromises existed, those particular things fell apart. In this particular case, I'm given a chance to be my complete self and not hold back anything and that i have to say is one of the positives i've received in this period to add to that i believe there's also positives for you and the only way i can say there's positives for you is that you have to start changing the way you look at the world clean the lens that you have right now clear that lens of that which is your current understanding of what limitations are things are changing the entire globe is changing. And as the globe changes, some parts of it has, have gone and turned to fire. But other parts, though they're not aflame, the tension that exists can only be quelled by the people who actually know what to do at that particular time. When your back's against the wall, sometimes the simplest things you could do are the things you're supposed to actually put forward and not second-guess yourself as you do them. Find your fulfillment and success in the actions you take thereafter. It's important not only for you, but for those who actually watch you do what you do because maybe they'll be able to find a way to do what they're supposed to do with themselves. We have to be testaments to others without actually tooting our own horns. And I believe that's the only way to live. I never really speak on my successes per se because I feel if you watch what I'm doing, you'll be able to find that which is how I do it. If there's one thing I've always going to say on this podcast is I sacrificed, I sacrificed over and over both love interest, relationship and sleep for the kind of work I want to fulfill or put out, especially if it's true to me. If I feel like I'm in the right path, and I'm in the right degree of kick to actually get things done, I will stay, I will stay the course and I'll empty the tank. And upon emptying the tank, quality work will be left on the dance floor and I'll be smiling as I go to slumber finally. So today, I'm glad to say it. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thank you for your continuing support and the countless people across the globe are now gravitating toward this podcast. I mean, with, with no advertising outside of a post on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, it's good to see that the numbers of this podcast continue to grow. And I, for one, will thank you eternally as you keep on making me be a part of your existence and probably be one of those people who is like a fly on the wall who gets to just pass a few pieces of information he comes across. So there's countless books out there you should, you should actually start looking at and start changing your view of the world not a cynical view but more 
through the cynicism that you may find, seek the positives to actually counter the cynicism. Until next time, Uno.